What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Jake's Take Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Fro of the Mansfield News Journal, and we're continuing our yearly series, our weekly series this year of Talking Tigers. Uh, I kind of want to just highlight the Mansfield Senior Tiger football program. Um, you know, it's one of the best ones in the state and, you know, very well respected. So just want to kind of focus in on them this year. And, and uh, you know, rightfully so. I think there's a, they have a pretty good run going right now. Um, last week, uh, they picked up a 21-10 to win over New Philadelphia. Got, got back on track, had a two-game losing streak. Played some very good teams in uh, Maslin and West Holmes. Can't fault the Tigers for losing those two games. But, you know, you kind of wondered after after starting 2-2, two and two, heading to the midway point of the season, you wondered, you know, where the Tigers were going to go from here, and it looks like they're going to go up. Um, that That's a very good New Philadelphia team that they just beat. You know, I, I talked to, you know, some of the coaches, and we'll get into those interviews a little bit later, but... Um, you know, New Philadelphia hadn't hadn't given up a whole lot of points this year. I think they were averaging right around fourteen and a half allowed. Um, and the two wins that they they picked up, uh, you know, it was it was even less than that. I think they held opponents to like five points a game in those two wins. So, um, you know, big 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 win for the Tigers to score twenty one points on that that defense. Uh, feels more like forty two if if you kind of look at the numbers and just see how good that defense really is. Um, so it's a, it a nice little breakout offensive performance uh, for Mansfield Senior. Big time win, like I said, to to kind of end that two game losing streak. Uh, they were you know facing a lot of scrutiny from all over the place and during that two game losing streak. You know, and, and hearing it from kind of the outside world, hearing it from the media, and just kind of what's wrong with the Tigers kind of thing. And and uh, they they proved there's absolutely absolutely nothing wrong. It, it's you know the, they just played two extremely good teams with legitimate state title hopes in their respective divisions um and, and the tigers just needed some time to kind of re- rebound a little bit and they rebounded big uh 21 to 10 last week uh they had 133 rushing yards i think that's kind of the the story of the game the, the tigers were able to run the football a lot better uh, than they have in the previous weeks uh, especially during those two losses um and they, and they kind of did it all over the place. They had four guys with over 30 yards rushing, which, I mean, doesn't sound amazing. But, um, you know, when you when you have four different guys who can get you chunk yards on, on run plays, it just keeps keeps a really good defense like New Philly's guessing. And, and they did that. Duke Reese had 51 yards rushing on eight carries. Zion Brown had 44 on 12 carries. Jameer Petty uh, was, was pretty good with 36 yards on eight, eight carries. And then Ricky Mills had 30 yards on 12 carries, and he also had two touchdowns. Kind of got things going for him in the second quarter at the beginning with a seven-yard touchdown run, um, and then ended the half on a two-yard touchdown run where the Tigers actually got an untimed down due to a personal foul penalty on New Philadelphia right at the end of the half. So it kind of gave the Tigers new life, and, and Ricky Mills took took advantage of it, put the put one in the end zone to give him a 14-10 to 10 lead, um, New Philadelphia came out, uh, you know, kicked a field goal right off the bat, uh, you know, took a lot of time off the clock um, and ended the first quarter with a field goal before Mills had a seven-yard run. And then New Philly kind of came back and and took a 10-7 lead midway through the second before senior high could could kind of could take over the lead. And then, you know, the defense in the second half was just unbelievable. Didn't allow a single touchdown, didn't allow a single point in the second half. 
So it was a big-time performance when they needed him the most in a, in a very close game. Uh, but the big play of the game, and something that I actually talked to a lot of the coaches about, uh, in the fourth quarter, Tigers are leading 14-10 to 10 and, and just kind of needed something to happen, needed a big play. So they got an interception from Keontes Bradley, who kind of who tried to take it out of the end zone, and maybe you know looking back might have been okay to take a knee in that situation. But he's a you know a dynamic player, wants to make a play happen, so you can't fault him for his effort. Gets taken down at the three yard line, um, and so the Tigers are back though. They have their backs against the wall against a very good defense. You know, trying to figure out something, and it's in pretty bad field position. Only up four points. What can happen here? And uh, a lot can happen. Uh, Duke Reese hit Amar Davis on a huge play, a 97-yard pass to put the Tigers up 21 to 10 with 6:21 to go in the game, and that was it. I mean, that that just kind of took the sails out of the entire stadium, gave the Tigers all the momentum they could possibly need. New Philly was back on their heels, and that was the ball game with that big play. And, and that play is, uh, that, that's huge uh, for the Tigers. I think moving forward, you know, maybe they'll, and, and I kind of talked to offensive coordinator Jacob Owens and, and head coach Chokey Bradley about this. Maybe they can look at that play, that 97-yard touchdown at, at the end of the year. And maybe, you know, if they finish 8-2, and two, they can kind of look at that play as the one that, that really got them started in the second half of the season. That, that play alone gave them a ton of momentum. Maybe they can kind of look back at that and believe that that was the turning point of the season. And, uh, you know, I hope so. I, I think that's a huge play that needed to be made. And, and they you know, they haven't hit on very many big plays yet this year. So that, that was kind of interesting to see um, how everything will pan, pan out after this one. So Amar Davis, had you know, with that huge play, he had four receptions for 125 yards and a touchdown. Duke Reese was pretty good again. Um, 12 for 21 passing, 171 yards and a touchdown and no interceptions. So, again, he had no picks. Um, after a couple rough weeks, it was nice to see him kind of get get things rolling again on, on the offensive end and, and kind of get some confidence from his teammates. So, big one there from from, uh, from Duke Reese. Um, overall, it looks like the Tigers had 304 yards of total offense and they allowed 204 from New Philly. Um, so, you know, a, a very complimentary game from, from this Tigers team. Um, and, and one could argue that it was kind of the most well-rounded performance um, uh, overall. I mean, special teams, offensively, defensively, offensively, they, you know, they, they score 21 points on a team that doesn't allow a whole lot of points. So, I mean, that's, that's big. Special teams, there were no real bad miscues um, in the past couple weeks. There were some punts blocked. There were some really short punts. There was a field goal snap mishandled a couple times. So um, it was a clean game all around. I asked Chokey Bradley about that, just kind of what it was like to have a clean game, if he thought that was a clean game. And, you know, he kind of thought back on it. And yeah, it was it was a very nice game for the Tigers to have. Um, you know, I asked him about that. 97-yard touchdown at the end of his interview, just about how maybe that kind of adds some some momentum moving forward. And, uh, you know, I just kind of got his thoughts on Lexington as well, who's coming up next. We'll talk a lot about that team and, and what they've accomplished so far this year. So let's hear from Chokey Bradley a little bit and uh, get a different voice here and, and uh, see what his thoughts were on last week's game against New Philly, a big win, 21-10. to uh, You know, a rivalry game coming up with Lexington. 
it's homecoming night, so a lot of emotions, big rivalry, Richland County versus Richland County, bunch of bragging rights on the line, huge game, uh, especially in the OCC. Lexington is undefeated in the OCC, and, and uh, Mansfield Seniors kind of hoping someone knocks off West Holmes to get, give them a chance to get back in the race. Um, and then we talked about that 97-yard touchdown, just kind of what that meant. So here's Chokey Bradley um, just on everything we just talked about. Uh, I mean, does, does, is there some weight off your shoulders or weight off a lot of these guys' shoulders? Do you feel a little bit happier now after after that week? Well, Saturdays is always good when you come on after a win. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's definitely good to get back on the winning side of things. Um, now we got to find a way to get another win um, and stay on that side. And, and uh, we got to be consistent. Uh, so, you know, for us, we just got to continue to focus on doing the best we can and being better football players for us. I, I mean, do you feel like that, that game Friday was maybe the best best kind of all-around game you guys played this year? I know that the offense put up 21, but against a defense like that, I mean, that, that feels like 42, and then you guys pitch a shutout in the second half on defense. I mean, that it feels like that might be one of your best all-around games that you guys have played this year. I thought we did well all the way around, um, you know, in all three phases, um, you know, in terms of, you know, executing and playing with the right energy and, uh, you know, making plays. Um, um, I, I don't necessarily know if I really thought about it as one of our best performances, uh, but since you said that, that kind of is intriguing. So it does make a lot of sense, you know. I, I, I know defensively our guys was dialed in, man, and, and uh, you know, we was getting a lot of hats to the ball. We was crushing stuff. Um, Offensively, you know, we, we were able to run the football uh, pretty successfully. Um, we were able to make plays in the passing attack. Uh, and I felt like we won the, the, point, of, the point of attack with our offensive line. Uh, so that was, that, was always, that was something good for us. Uh, but, you know, all in all, I think, uh, I think you might be right. That was some, a complete game for, you know, all three phases for our special teams, offensive defense. And Duke had a good, good running game. I mean, he led you guys in rushing uh, on that night. And you guys had, like, three three other guys that were over 30 yards. I mean, it yeah. kind of spread it around and, and kind of kept them guessing, I guess. And that's kind of who we are in our run attack. We keep fresh backs in. You know, all our backs we believe in that can have great nights at any given moment. They can do great things with the ball in their hands. So, you know, we rotate, you know, two or three of those guys all at the same time. And then, you know, Duke did a great job in the offseason um, focusing on – you know, getting better as an athlete, um, you know, getting faster. He ran track and, and, and he lifted weights in the offseason. So he's physically, um, you know, built different. He's stronger. Um, so, you know, uh, he's always a threat with his legs to, to uh, you know, make something happen in the running game. Uh, now, I mean, you, you kind of switched focus already. I mean, Saturday was, was a good way to enjoy it, but then you guys got back to work Sunday on, on a team you guys know extremely, extremely well just right down the road. and. Have played each other over a hundred times in, in your history. I mean, does, does this feel a little bit different than the first five weeks? Just you know your opponent now. You kind of know what to expect against them. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's um. I think it's uh. You know, it's delightful to get these guys on our, on our on our turf on our home field. 
you know, I watched uh, you know, their game versus Worcester and, and um, you know, it was a great game. They won a big game. They found a way to win late. Um, they were resilient. Um, you, know, you know, so, you know, wonderful things happen when you're at home, yeah. regardless of, you know, who the opponent is. And, and uh, that's what happened for them. Um, so for us, you know, we hope that, you know, that's the same thing happens. Um, you know, this Friday at our place at home is homecoming. Um, so we're going to try to be electric. Uh, I mean, is, is there any, like, are you kind of pumping it into them that it's, that's a rivalry, or are you just kind of taking it as it's it's week six? The week six game, there's nothing. Are you, no, are you kind no. of trying to pump them up a little bit? I don't have to. Those guys are already <laughs> dialed in right. yeah. on, on, you know, on the task at hand, man. They, they really are. You know, chopping at the bit to try to get to this one Friday. Uh, we gotta have a great week of practice. Um, you know, starting the day and and uh, you know just to see the the guys come in on yesterday on our Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, preparation as coaches to have them come in. We meet on Sundays. We got a bunch of guys in here trying to get better, trying to figure out you know how we gonna how we gonna uh, you know get a win versus Lexington. So. Um, that speaks volumes, um, you know, where we're, where we're at, where we were, you know, in the past and where we're at right now currently and where our kids are trying to get to. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't really have to talk about the rivalry. I think those guys are pretty locked in on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lexington seems like a team that is playing with a, a ton of confidence lately. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they, they kind of roller coaster their way through that win over Worcester, and that's, I mean, that's one of the biggest upsets in the state so far this year, if you're just looking at kind of points and all that stuff. So, yeah. I mean, how do you keep them from playing with confidence? What's I think we got to start fast. we got to play extremely physical. Uh, I think defensively, we play extremely physical uh, ball. Um, I think offensively, we play extremely physical um, up front um, in our run game. Um, and I think if we start fast, um, confidence, uh, confidence will last, you know, for for a moment. Right. Um, but if you know, you know, we say it around here all the time. Everybody got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. <laughs> um, right. And so, like, if we have that mentality, if we come out with that mentality early um, and start fast, um, you know, that that, that kind of neutralizes, yeah. you know, confidence. And one of the things I, I wanted to ask you, I kind of forgot about it. The the ninety seven yard play that they kind of put the game on ice sealed the deal on Friday night um and I, I talked to J.O. a little bit and then I'm like you know when you kind of reflect on a season or on a past couple seasons you kind of think of plays that kind of just flip the switch and, and change a lot of things moving forward Do you feel like that's kind of a play that'll I mean you, you guys you know hopefully at the end of the year if you finish you know eight and two you can kind of look back and be like that was that was the play that kind of flipped the switch for us absolutely Absolutely. I think that play will go uh, in the books for a while. Um, you know, I don't know where it's at in the history books or whatever, but that's got to be one of the biggest plays from scrimmage. Right. Um, you know, in my tenure since I've been here. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just a, you know, a wonderful opportunity. Um, Coach Owens did a great job of, of um, you know, putting our offense in a formation, in a situation to get the matchup that we were looking for, um, you know, all night. Um, and, uh, um, you know, Duke and our offensive line did a great job protecting. Duke did a great job throwing the ball. And Amar finished the playoff uh, in man-to-man coverage. Uh, um, you know, anytime we can get Amar Davis <laughs> and, and 
Keontae is and, and Nate and, you know, and, and Elias Owens and the man-to-man -man scenario, uh, we feel we're confident that our guys are going to make a play. All right. All right. Cool. Appreciate it. That was Mansfield Senior Tiger head coach Chokey Bradley um, just on his team's big performance and, and kind of what to expect from him this week. Um, offensively, I thought this was a, a really big bounce-back week for Mansfield Senior, who you know struggled to move the ball um, against West Holmes and against Maslin. Had you know had a very good first two weeks where they put up a lot of points. I think they were averaging over 40 points a game. Um, then kind of ran into some very good defensive teams, very good teams overall, and kind of kind of got knocked back. The confidence level was down a little bit. I think this is a huge confidence boost for this team. Um, so offensively, like I said, they had 304 yards of total offense, 171 through the air, 133 on the ground, very balanced, uh, ran the ball 44 times, which tells you that they, you know, that they weren't getting huge run plays, but they were getting enough to get first downs, control the clock and everything else, which is something they were missing in the, in the last two games. Um, so that was a kind of a big bounce back there on the, in the run game. I thought that was kind of the focus going in. I think they, you know, every game they want to run the ball effectively. Um, but when you get down um, by, a, by a touchdown or two, you kind of start to rethink the game plan. You got to throw the ball a little more. You need some big plays. So I think they got away from that the past couple weeks just because of the situation that it called for. Um, but they, they got back to, to running the football well this, this week. Um, like I said, 133 yards on 44 rushes is a big, big game. Um, still had nine penalties, um, but they'll get that cleaned up. It was only for, or, I'm sorry, six penalties for 50 yards. Um, so, you know, they'll, they'll get those cleaned up. They weren't, they didn't hurt them too bad on that. So, um, but you know, in, in high school football, you kind of expect, expect a little bit of, a uh, little bit of sloppy play every once in a great while they're they're just young kids so got to remember that when you're uh, when you're thinking about high school football but wanted to talk to um offensive coordinator Jacob Owens a little bit just about last week and, and kind of how things went and and how he you know it, it feels like there's a huge weight off off of everybody's shoulders to get that two game losing streak done and over with uh, it feels good to to get back in the win column anytime you can win a game get back on the top side of 500 and uh, move forward here with, uh, you know, it's it's a little bit easier of a schedule than the rest of the way than the first five weeks. You think about, you have Norwalk, North Canton Hoover, Maslin, um, West Holmes, and New Philly in the first five weeks. Uh, I mean, that's that's as tough as a schedule as it gets. So, um, so moving forward here, I think they have a little bit easier of a schedule, and I think the offense can get rolling. But let's let's hear from uh, Jacob Owens a little bit about his offense, his offense's performance last week and just kind of how good it feels to get back to, uh, you know, regular Tiger football now. So here's Jacob Owens. I mean, 21 points last week, obviously not how many you want to score, but against that defense, it feels like feels like 42 against a defense that's as good as, as New yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, New Philadelphia came out and they, they came ready to play. Um, we, we saw on film they had some really good linebackers. Um, they rotated a lot of guys. Um, on D tackle, uh, and they're at home, good environment. You know, what I mean, they're a tough ball club, and and they showed it Friday night. And, I mean, like I said, uh, you know, twenty one points doesn't compared to what you guys are used to. It yeah. doesn't seem like a whole lot, but against a very good defense, I yeah. think you would take that. No, I, I'll right. take. <laughs> trust me, I'll take the twenty one points yeah. over any any other score uh, any day. Uh, we found a way, and that was our quote. We right. found a way to win, and our kids found a way to put points on the board when we needed it the most. 
and that fourth quarter touchdown pass. Uh, I mean, tell me, tell me about the call and kind of, <laughs> kind of how that developed and how. Well, that we were happened. backed up kind of, kind of far in our own uh, end zone. So we were the first play. We were trying to get some room just to get out of our own end zone, and then the second one, we had one on one. And anytime we got one on one with our guy, Mark Davis, yeah. we're going to take it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we like our guy over their guy anytime. So that's what I saw, and we took it. So. I mean, like usually, you know, if you think back to like last season, you kind of you can pick out a handful of plays that like either turn the season around or kind of derailed the season or whatever, what have you. But yeah. I feel like that one right there could be one that you guys look back on. Or we not. hope, we yeah, hope, that, man. That yeah. one right there, yeah, gave that, us momentum. That one, that one did that, like it left, lifted a little burden off me a little yeah. bit. You know what yeah. I mean? It, a little sigh of relief. It was fourteen ten. Uh, Could have went either, either way. Yeah, backed up in our own end zone, but. Our guys made a play, and, and we trust our guys. We believe in them, and they made the play. How much weight feels like it's off your shoulders, off of everybody's shoulders now after a two-game losing streak? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that, winning that game was, was big for us, for our morale, and, and just everybody in here, they needed that. The kids needed it. Coaches needed it. So it's, there's still a little weight on there, you know what I mean? But it, it, it lifted a little bit off our, our backs a little bit. Um, it was good to get a win, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Golly. Um, now you bring in a team you guys know, obviously know well, you know well. Yeah. You've got some personal side to this yeah. and stuff. And um, I mean, tell me tell me about Lex. What do you guys kind of know about them and what, what do you uh, think is going to well, work a little bit? The good thing is they're a similar defense to what we've been seeing, a 3-4, four, 4. Um, and they're a good ball club. They just beat Worcester. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a surprising win for a lot of people around here, but they can play. Yeah. You know, We give credit to them, so you know what I mean? So we're not going to take them lightly. We, we game plan for them yesterday. We got a good game plan for them. And, We'll see how it goes. I mean, we're at home, so we want to take it to them a little bit. Is it is it kind of a, a game where, you know, you want to build the confidence, you don't want them to get any confidence whatsoever? Absolutely. It seems Absolutely. like the past two weeks when they did get confidence, they played well. Yeah, we want, to, we want to come out and start fast. Yeah. That's one thing we have yet to do, and that's one thing we keep harping on the kids is to come out and start fast. And that's one thing we want to do this Friday night and then stay fast. Yeah. Um, put the pedal to the metal and don't stop until the clock says zero. Yeah. Um, and we want to score at a high volume. And that's every week. Right. Not just this week, right. every week. We want to score at a high volume. So hopefully that's what we do. Our kids are, are coming around a little bit, and they're buying into the offense. And that's what we want. You know what I mean? We want our kids to believe that they can score at any point in the game, long drive, quick play, whatever it is. Just trust it and believe it. Do you feel like, you know, since this is a rivalry game, you guys have played each other 500 times over the over the years, and like, I mean, your first five are kind of fairly newer opponents that you yeah. didn't know a whole lot. Yeah. Know, West Holmes, but um, I mean, this is this is a rivalry game. They're just 10 minutes down the street. Yeah. Right? Well, so you, it's, you like that's, it's they're, another, they're next on our schedule. That's why it's a big right. game. You know what I mean? We don't want to blow it up to be a big rivalry, or or it's just another game on our schedule that we want to focus on, of course, and give all the attention to. But we're not going to hype it up to be anything it isn't. You know what I mean? So we're going to be focused and ready to go Friday night and put a lot of points on the board, hopefully, and that's that's the goal. That's my job to hype it up. Right. It's all my job to hype <laughs> right, it up. Right, Jake. All right, cool. Appreciate yeah. it, man. That was Mansfield Senior Tiger Offensive Coordinator Jacob Owens just, just with great insight on that offense and kind of what goes into to kind of playing, uh, you know, and, and planning – that offense uh, that, that just can can score on big plays at any moment, like a 97-yard touchdown pass. Um, so, you know, I think last week we, we talked to J.O. a little bit, and he said, 
you know, we're kind of going to simplify things um, and, and just kind of get the ball in the hands of the playmakers and and just let them kind of do what they do instead of overcomplicating things, doing double routes, kind of all that, all that stuff. Um, you know, let's just get back to kind of simple football that that you know complements playmakers, complements athletes. They they get the ball in their hands, they use their speed, they use their athleticism, and, and just kind of turn things on that way. So that that was a huge adjustment, I think. Um, um, for the Tigers and moving forward, I think that's going to be a huge adjustment, uh, and, and it's going to bode well, I believe, for for the rest of this year. You know, five more games to to kind of figure things out. Hopefully, they can get someone to knock off West Holmes and and get back in the title race. If not, it's it's all focus on playoffs and getting the best position and figuring out how to how to beat some very good teams here. So. The one way they can figure it out is, man, just keep playing defense. Uh, that defense played extremely well against New Philly, held them to 10 total points, zero points in the second half, turned them over three times, had a couple of interceptions from Lala Owens and uh, Keontes Bradley. It was really good to see those two get going. Uh, you know, we've, we've kinda, we know how good they are, how athletic, um, and, and just how dynamic they are, so it's, it's really good to see them you know, kind of, kind of get in the, in the books here a little bit and get them some confidence and moving forward. Hopefully it's a, it's a big thing for them, but uh, Tigers only gave up 204 yards of total offense, held, held the Quakers to just 63 yards rushing on 35 carries. So, I mean, you look at that and that's less than two yards a carry. That's huge. Um, You don't, you know, you don't let New Philly get anything going on the ground and making them put it up in the air, which is, exactly what they want with those with those athletes in the secondary and what they can do um you know they were 10 of 19 so they completed some passes um for 141 yards but no touchdowns with two interceptions just a big game all around um and i think it started up front you know ahmad thomas uh, came out with two sacks two and a half tackles for loss it was a big breakout game for him makai bradley had a sack he's always good aaron thornton had a sack um you know, and just they had a whole bunch. Ricky Mills had three tackles for loss. So, you know, when you when you go to stop that run game, it starts up front, and he's he's kind of the tone setter with that. Leo Hess had a had a tackle for loss. Had thirteen total tackles. So, led the team in, in tackles in that game. Just a big defensive performance. Uh, one that defensive coordinator Sean Adams is super proud of. And uh, you know, I sat down and talked to him, and and you know he. He just kind of talked about how great that defense is and how much confidence is building in that one. And, uh, you know, just let's hear from him and, and his thoughts on, on last Friday night. Uh, second half shutout, man. That, I mean, that, that's – I think that might be – would you would you kind of say that's maybe the most complete defensive game you guys have played this year? I mean, I know you, and you forced three turnovers and, and everything else. It feels like a – feels like one of the top ones this year, I think. Well, I, I think that they, they've been playing good all year. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, we, we ran into a buzzsaw, and even against those two teams, I thought that, that we played well yeah, uh, or well enough. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, it was, good, it was nice to see them kind of benefit from, from all their work and investment and, and getting those three turnovers. And, you know, Tink came on. And Leo Hess just continues to improve and improve and improve. And, 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 and I think it was Coach Bradley and I talking the other day, this might be one of the hardest hitting bunches we've ever had. And they're just, they're just, they're just physical and, and, uh, 
you know, we were watching their guys kind of stumble and stagger. <laughs> kind of remind me back in 1995, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we just we laid the wood to them and and uh, we got to where we were supposed to be. We knew what they were doing. And, you know, the kids just executed. It was, was it nice to see Keontes and, and Lala kind of get some confidence going with, with some interceptions and creating those turnovers? Because we've kind of been waiting on those guys to – to kind of change a game they don't get thrown at a whole lot so when they do it's nice to see them make a play. well i mean it you know and even the series before that aaron fortin tips it mm-hmm. and i don't know he must he he must have been part of their offensive guys because <laughs> it went right through his arms oh, so that would have been another one right um but to see lala you know he we were talking about that yesterday he's got he's six foot five and he's got a wingspan from here to Columbus right. <laughs> and um, you know when when you try and throw over him you're 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 in trouble and he was able to bat it up and 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 catch it himself uh, you know Keontes that was a crucial play yeah you know I think we're only up four and um, he he makes a great play on the ball uh, I wish he would have taken a knee and I think he wishes he would have too mm-hmm. but you know he made the play yeah. and then you know we give it back to the offense and and then they they were able to score some points to kind of secure the win. Right. Uh, yeah. When when your offense is kind of playing well, I mean, twenty one points against the defense. I talked to both of them. Twenty one points against the defense, the caliber of of New Philly. It feels more like forty two because uh, I mean it's just they're such a hard defense to play against. But when it, it feels like you can kind of you guys can kind of feed off of the offense and kind of how well they're playing. Well, I, I once again, I, I think if we went back to week one to week now, I, I think that, you know, defensively those kids have just played hard their yeah. whole time. They don't know any different. Right. And, uh, you know, we, we ran into some different obstacles. Um, but, you know, if, you, if you're going to look at it as 42 points, <laughs> we probably should have had two more touchdowns. Right. Um, you know, but and, and that's the other thing. You know, it was good that we got the win and we were up 20, but there was those two possessions – we got to get that ball in the end zone. Them, them running backs got to do whatever it takes to get that ball in the end zone, and and that just that helps things. So, um, you know, it was it was fun game. Offense did their thing. They were able to run the ball, control the clock a little bit, and and then explosive plays. When was the last time we had an explosive play? Right. And that's what we're we're kind of known for. Yeah. And um, you know, we can always count on Amar to make that play and do. <laughs> So now you get Lexington, a, you know, a team you guys know well. It's right down the road. It's rivalry game. You guys are a hard-hitting bunch. I mean, how much how much do you see your defense being fired up this week to to kind of come out and kind of set the tone and, and hit people hard and and you know set the tone of a of a rivalry game? Well, I I I don't think we have to worry about that bunch ever getting up for a game. Right. <laughs> um, you know, we we joke about it because we kind of hold them back during yeah. the week, and we work on mental stuff and and stuff that we need to improve upon, and we hold them back and hold them back, and they're like just ready to just go at like racehorses <laughs> yeah. at Friday night, right. and uh, you know that, and they go out and play, and they and they play together, and and. Um, you know, as far as Lexington's concerned, we talked a little bit about confidence. Yeah. Um, it's amazing what confidence will do for for you, along with momentum. Right. You know, they they're down two touchdowns. Get a they get a block punt, changes the momentum. Um, even after the Worcester scores, 
they still had momentum. Yeah. And they, they took the kickoff back. So, you know, uh, momentum and and confidence is a is a big thing and you know hopefully we can't we don't let them um you know continue to to stay in there stay in there stay in there and and i think that's what they did against lexington or worcester was they just stayed in the game and gave themselves a chance to win how do you do that defensively how do you how do you stop a team i mean obviously we kind of know but from your kind of game planning how do you stop them from Getting momentum, getting confidence. I mean, it's just producing three and outs and turnovers, and, and that's well, at least from a deep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, for for us, it's you know we have to to make sure we tackle. And yeah. and AJ Young's a heck of a running back, and then they got the the Carson Newman kid, and and they've got some talented wide receivers, and Braden Fogle, and and number eight. I really like number eight, and and even number seven. So I I mean, it's not like that we're going over against a bunch of rum dums because right. Lexington's not rum dums. Right. And they're big and they're physical up front. Um it's gonna be a battle and, and you know, we're looking forward to it being a battle out here at Arlen Field again, uh, homecoming and uh we we just are thankful for the opportunity to play. Sure. Cool. Thanks. That was Mansfield Senior Tiger defensive coordinator Sean Adams. Um and man, uh, you know that that Tiger defense was something special on Friday night, and uh, you know it's it's going to be a a great game again here Friday night. We have a a big matchup <clears throat> between Mansfield Senior and Lexington, uh, Richland County rivalry, big time big time football game. They met twice last year. They they met in the regular season and in the playoffs. Tigers came away with a win on both occasions. Um, but man, I I don't know if there is a more if there's a team playing with more mo- with more momentum, more motivation, more confidence than than the Lexington Minutemen, uh, after picking up a big thirty to seven win over Mount Vernon in week four, they came out and it, it was ranked as the eleventh biggest upset in the entire state during the twenty twenty two season. The first five weeks, they beat Worcester twenty two to twenty one, and uh, what was probably one of the best games of the year and one I wish I could have been at. I uh, just wanted to see kind of how that whole thing transpired. Uh, Lex scored 22 points in the fourth quarter alone. Uh, used a big pump block to kind of get things going. Uh, lost the lead late. I think there was only about two minutes left in the game, but drove took the, took the kickoff down. Uh, got in really good field position. And uh, A.J. Young hit uh, freshman Phenom Braden Fogle on a 15-yard pass play. Uh, that that got them within one, and instead of you know kicking the field goal and going into overtime against a really good Worcester team, uh, the men and men decided, hey, let, let's just go for the win. What do we got to lose? Uh, and and they didn't lose at all. The young hit Fogel again on the two point conversion to send them out with a victory. Uh, man, that was that's, that's just one of the most exciting games, and it's it's always fun when you know local teams are are playing well, and then they're going to meet up again. Uh, this is a big rivalry. I think they've played. They've played a ton of times over the years, um, and, and it's one that is always heated and, and always fun to play in, and um, you know two different communities, and it's just, it's just so much fun to see it. It's going to be at Arlen Field, so it'll be a great football night. Um, going to be a beautiful weather, um, and, and you know Lexington's going to come in. They're they're two and zero in the league. They, they control their own destiny for an OCC title after an zero and three start. <clears throat> kind of reminds you a lot of the twenty eighteen season. When uh, when Lex started out zero and three and then en- ended up seven and five, winning a playoff game and and seeing Cade Stover win the Mister Football Award, 
Um, you know, all they needed was a little bit of momentum and they got things rolling pretty good. Um, so we'll see what happens Friday night. I, I think it's going to be a great one. Um, you know, I think the difference, uh, and I, I kind of highlighted it in my week five preview or week six preview, uh, the, the big kind of head to head matchup I, I think is going to determine the game is how well AJ Young, Lexington quarterback can handle the pressure and, you know, make plays on the run, make plays with his feet, make smart plays down the field, extend plays with his legs and, and maybe, uh, you know, choosing to tuck it and run instead of trying to force something through the pass game. I think that'll be a, a huge difference because the Tigers are going to bring pressure. I and mean, there's no doubt about it. They bring pressure every single game. They blitz. They Their defensive line is fast and physical and they're going to try and beat up the, you know, they're going to win, try and win the, win the trenches, uh, rightfully so. Any team that can win the trenches is going to win the football game. But I think that's their big main focus going into this one. And I think the big focus for the Tigers is just how well Ricky Mills can play on the defensive line. The kid is, is just a one-man wrecking crew uh, with three tackles for loss last week. Um, and, and he's going to be uh, another guy who is going to want to make A.J. Young uncomfortable Going to want to make him get on the run, get on the move, try and make plays off his back foot and, and see if uh, that secondary can kind of fly in and, and get some interceptions. So I think that's those are the two guys that are going to influence this game the most. If if A.J. Young can make the plays on his feet, can handle that pressure, I think the, the Minutemen are going to have a very good chance at being successful Friday night. And I think he, you know, he has shown that ability to do that. He's he's been making plays all year long, uh, and showed it against Worcester when he you know he can scramble and you know extend plays and and let his receivers work and get open and he finds them for a game winning touchdown. So, um, and I you know it's going to be no easy feat to bottle him up. Um, and the way if the one person who can bottle him up who, if he can bottle him up, will lead to a lot of success is Ricky Mills. If he can break through the line and and kind of get get the pocket moving a little bit, I think the Tigers can be successful. So, uh, you know, big-time storyline in this one uh, coming in. It's it's going to be a great football night um, and and a big rivalry. So uh, I hope everybody heads out to Arlen Field to catch this one. It's going to be a good good game. It's a lot, lot to play for in the OCC still. Um, if anybody can knock off West Holmes, uh, you know, that opens up both of these teams as a as a potential OCC contender so with with just one you know Lex is still undefeated so they control their own destiny um and senior high is waiting for a team to to knock either one of those two off and they have a chance tonight to to give Lex its first league loss so um you know we'll we'll see what happens I think it's going to be a good night and a good day for football so hope to see you guys all out there and uh, have fun and we'll talk to you next week